Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the William & Mary Sports Podcast. Today, I will be giving a recap of the recent William & Mary versus Campbell game, and I've also got a few announcements at the end, so stay tuned. Uh, now let's get a quick word from the sponsor of today's video. haven't heard already, I just made a partnership with a major ticketing firm, SeatGeek. Now, if you ever want to buy tickets of any sort, use my code WMSportsPod at checkout to receive $20 off of any order. Also, if you use my code DMMEPROOF on either Twitter or Instagram, then you will be shouted out to my podcast audience. That's, of course, optional. Well, without further ado, let's get into the actual discussion of the football game. So, the William Mary Tribe Got it done in Bugis Creek, North Carolina on Thursday night uh, with the score being 34-24 in favor of William & Mary. Um, we definitely saw a good bit of ups and downs on both sides of the ball, but let's start with the offense. So um, definitely a little bit shaky in the first quarter. Didn't really look like we had we got things moving. It was kind of a struggle it looked like to fight for every yard. Um, definitely had to go for a couple fourth downs on the first drive. Um, but it, we ended up bouncing back nicely. Um, Darius Wilson had a good game. Um, he went 17 for 27, 182 yards and two touchdowns, um, and that's pretty good considering that our receivers didn't play well. Um, we'll we will definitely get into that a little bit later. Um, on the ground, uh, we had really good game. Uh, Bronson Yoder um, had 20 carries, 124 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, definitely a guy that's going to be a major help for us. He had 6.2 yards per carry. So, again, um, kind of going off of last year, uh, it takes it definitely takes a couple guys to bring him down. Um, you know, he's a really hard runner, and despite his, you know, size, um, him, I think he's 5'11", which is not bad, but it's not huge. Um, despite his size, he's a really powerful and strong runner. Um, the big negative offensively was definitely – uh, wide receiver play, and if you listen to my other podcast that I did with the Orange and Black Pod on Tuesday last week, you would know that I named the wide receiver room as the biggest weakness for the Tribe um, just overall, and um, I feel like that kind of showed on Thursday night, and it will be proven to you with this one stat. So, five out of our four top receivers in terms of like receiving yards um, on Thursday were not wide receivers, so... Number one, number two, and number three were all – or number one was Malachi Emo, backup running back. Number two was Martin Lucas, third-string running back. And number three was Hollis Mathis, who is our, like, kind of flex player. He, he can play quarterback or receiver. He was our third receiver. And then finally at number four was JT Mayo, our wide receiver one. So that just shows you how, how um, you know – it, it, it was not it was not a great night for the receivers um, overall, and it was kind of carried by the running backs who overall had a really really good game. Because I mean, Malachi Emo, not not to mention him being the leading receiver, he also had I believe it was 80 yards, um, which is pretty good um, as a guy who's not taking the majority of the snaps. But um, anyway, the wide receiver room is definitely going to need to um, step up for us uh, to be to get to the great level because. You know, last year, I thought the wide receivers were good. Uh, Kayla Newton was definitely a really solid pickup, and that, you know, kind of pro projected us to 
you know, win the league and take the big step up that we did. So um, if we have – I mean, we do have aspirations to win a national championship this year. It's going to be a stretch, but, you know, our wide receiver room is going to have to start stepping up and developing over this year for us to get there because right now if our if three if four out of our five leading receivers are not actually wide receivers that could be an issue come playoff time um especially after what we saw last season when we actually played one of the premier consist consistently premier teams in the FCS moving on to the defensive side of the ball um at the beginning of the game it was frankly pretty concerning how easy we got drived on um Campbells looked like they could really score at will, and there wasn't anybody stopping them. Um, def- definitely did not look like a top-five offense on that first drive, but luckily we were, we were able to bounce back and end up having a pretty solid first half. Um, but, uh, you know, we, re- we really saw kind of like the worst possible scenario on that first drive. It was just kind of like every play was four or five yards. It, it's, it's, what every, it's what every team – at what every offensive coordinator dreams of for their offense, um, just kind of rolling, like n- not really stopping, just first downs, every other play, stuff like that. Um, so that was a little bit concerning, but luckily we got it together and ended up having a pretty solid overall first half. But um, moving on to the second half, we kind of saw the defense take a major step up, especially in the pass rush aspect of the game. Um, you know, put, they ended up, you know, adjusting and putting a lot more pressure on um, Haj Malik Williams than they did in the first half, and that um, proved to be um, very good as the defense shifted to, tor- um, to sort of a man defense as well as a, like, blitzing b- blitzing aspect. So basically we trusted our corners to lock up the receivers and didn't give the quarterback a lot of time to uh, maneuver, and that ended up working out very well for us as we only allowed – I believe ten points in the second half, one uh, seven of which were from uh, garbage time touchdown with most of the backups in. So I thought the defense made um, a tremendous uh, or made tremendous adjustments and improvement in the second half. Uh, but moving on, a few miscellaneous points. Um, Campbell had a really really good passing game. Um, definitely gonna be a threat in the CAA. Um, Haj Malik Williams, their quarterback, played extremely well. Um, didn't I? I believe didn't have an incompletion till like mid, mid second quarter. Um, but he went twenty two for twenty six, two hundred twenty six yards. Funny enough, and one touchdown. Um, through the air as well as he used his legs a little bit. I think rushing for a little bit under fifty yards. But um, the big difference that I noticed um from this game, the the reason that William and Mary kind of pulled away towards the end and it wasn't you know kind of like oh crap this could go to overtime type of game um it was it was really the third down conversions right there and you know part of that I feel was the adjustments made um by the tribe defense um towards the second half which you know gave them um three seconds gave him three seconds to throw like maximum um that definitely had a big um, effect on that as well as, you know, I think I think the Tribe kind of got it going, um, figured out what they were going to be successful with um, against the Campbell defense, and that ended up helping. Um, some stats here, William Mary converted um, 53% of their third downs, I believe. It was 8 for 15, and then Campbell only um, 
converting 25%. I believe the numbers were two for eight there. So, you know, that that shows you um, kind of the difference there. And, you know, third downs are, I think, the most important down in the game. And um, right there is kind of where you win or lose the game. And that, that showed there. Um, towards the end of the game, the Tribe showed signs of potential towards being a great team. Um, you know, in the first half, it was a little bit concerning, but that, you know, that that's to be expected a little bit too because, you know, opening game of the season, um, haven't, haven't played anybody except themselves. Um, so, you know, definitely a little bit of um, rust could be on there. But um, towards the second half, like I said, the defense really, really stepped up. Um, I think, you know, the defense is – I think the defense is better than last year, um, and that – you know that's going to really help us, especially if we have a little bit of um, stuff, a little bit of stuff to work on on the offensive side of the ball. And then obviously moving on to the offense um, in terms of being a great team, I think we've got it everywhere except the wide receiver room. Now that doesn't mean I don't believe in the wide receiver room because I do. I think their potential is very very high, but there's going to need there's there's work that needs to be done there to get it to that I mean I only think this wide receiver room needs to be good I don't think it needs to be great because I think we have a great quarterback and we, we have a, and a great running back just a great backfield in general so I think if we can get the wide receivers to a good decent that kind of level then we will be great offensively and I think we're already great defensively so um I think that's that's definitely going to need to be improved on um for the tribe to end up being national cha- true national championship contenders. Um, also, Campbell showed a ton of potential um, during this game, you know, uh, especially in the first half and a little bit in the second half. They really showed potential towards being a playoff team. Um, and, you know, looking at their schedule, their schedule is somewhat favorable. They do have some cu- tough games being um, Delaware and Richmond down the stretch. Um, but, you know, Richmond lost to Morgan State last night, which was a pretty embarrassing loss for them. Um, so we, they could end up being pretty terrible, um, starting as number 18 in the country. Um, so we, we don't really know where that's going. But offensively, they looked phenomenal most, most of the game, um, honestly. And I think they can definitely um, tear people apart through the air. Um, defensively, they also didn't look too terrible. I know 34 points may seem like a lot, but, you know, in the second half, there were some, like, they didn't really let us score that much. Um, so I thought they did a pretty good job there. And, um, you know, if they continue developing with all of their um, guys that they brought in through the portal and um, just through regular recruiting, uh, if they all develop, I think this team could be really, really good. The only issue being, like, they haven't really played together at all. Like, a lot of these guys came in and didn't even play during the spring. So, you know, pretty pretty impressive performance, I would say, uh, for a b- group of guys who hadn't played much together. And I think they have a lot of p- potential um, rolling around uh, playoff time. And that will conclude today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And remember to follow me on Twitter at Evan underscore Mangin and on Instagram at the William & Mary Sports Podcast. Also, remember, if you're buying tickets, to use my SeatGeek code WMSportsPod at checkout for $20 off any order of any kind. 
If you like what you heard, please consider uh, subscribing to the podcast for exclusive content. That link will be in the description of the podcast on wherever you're listening. Um, Once again, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week for a preview of William & Mary versus Wofford.